it's not a podcast. It's a GarCast. And, and this, this is, is the, the world, world according, according to, to Gar. Gar. The Garcast episode number 126. I am Gar. With me, as always, is the Garfather. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. You like chopped out all of a sudden. You were so perfect with the loud noise. Gar! There we go. What's up, buddy? How are you? Spectacular. Big week coming up here for you. Let's, uh. Big, big weekend. Before we get to that, let's introduce our third wheel, Den Bob. Hello! How are you, Den Bob? I'm doing fantastic. I'll yeah. be present in five seconds. Right now, I'm just uh, filling up my fantastic mug with coffee. Well, the listeners yes. don't know that. They just think you're regular old Den Bob at the moment. Good old regular old. Den Bob. Never regular old. No. Just old. Or as we like to call him, the Phil Mickelson of the Garcast. <laughs> What a compliment and what a performance he gave on Monday Night Football. He was, he, I would say, second best guest after no one's ever going to be um, Marshawn Lynch. Yeah. Sorry, different type of guest, but Lynch different is still Different type of guest, if he, we had to break him into categories. but He I, was the I, best, I, best serious guest. Yeah, he had good questions. He was very prepared. He did not drink or smoke before the car. The, uh, <laughs> how, the how do you guest. know that? How do you know I'm that? Assuming, I'm assuming. All right. Yeah, he's still he, an athlete. He could, he's better than uh, Joe Buck. Joe Buck. Everyone's sucks. better than everyone's better than Joe Buck. What the hell my, does that mean? My left toe could do better than <laughs> Joe Buck. All right, bad example. I thought he was really good. I was just trying to take a famous announcer and say he, he is he's famous. better than Howard Cosell. I, I don't. Ooh. How about Al Michaels doing Howard Cosell imitations? That's, that was my segue. That was my segue into Michaels. I like that. It was awesome. Al Michaels was great. I have to I, say, I have a Al feeling Michaels. he would be great because he's—he loves uh, sports. He's his voice is so good. Even like all those guys get on and their voices don't sound good. His voice still sounds great. I'm going to say Phil Mickelson, great. Al Michaels, very good. All right. Marshawn Lynch, incredible. I, I, I think incredible. the thing was Al Michaels was what I expected, and he's very professional, very very knowledgeable he's been around the game forever and not just games like he's done all sorts of events olympics and the u.s olympic hockey team i mean he was there i think guar knows him from like a thousand years ago in babylon empire yeah i mean al michaels does the guy age he's been around forever how old do you think he is i can tell you right now but let's take guesses i'm gonna say he is 74 he worked with Cosell. I'm going higher. I'm going. I mean, Will Shatner's 90. I'm going to say 82. Bosco? We have 74 I'm by me. Split the middle. Go ahead. 
79. I split the middle. 77. I thought you were going to get it, Bosco. Wow. 77. <sighs> Bob Costas. There's another ageless guy. How old is he? I, I, 70. I'd say 70-ish, yeah. Yeah, you're um, right. That's 69. 69. Yeah. Enough All with right. the age game. But he's another guy. He must have started broadcasting when he was like 19. You know? Yeah. It's, you know what? It, it, we don't age like we used to. So another segue uh, Bill Shatner, Captain Kirk, was on the Adam Carolla show. And to, you know, you, you just see him and he always sounds the same and he seems together. He's 90 freaking years old. He is, <laughs> I, 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 90 is not 90. Like, I, there was never a 90 year old that seemed that together. You're saying that William Shatner is the most together. 90 year old uh, to I, ever I, exist. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that times have definitely changed from when 20 years ago a 90 year old was not like Will Shatner being sh- propelled into space and then back to Earth. Now, do you think there's something to do with being rich and famous and having access to certain things? I'm sure like, it helps. Like Betty White. How about Betty White? Like, what's keeping these people alive and, and with it? Certainly. Do they have things we don't. Better healthcare, I'm sure, helps. Well, right? Steve Jobs wouldn't agree with that. Oh, they well, maybe he pissed a few people off. <laughs> hey, he did. quick question he did. while we're on Shatner, before we leave Shatner. When he was on his SpaceX, do you think he naturally took charge? Like he was a captain He's of that? He's the captain. They no, he was an admiral at one point, then he got downgraded in the search for Spock. So I would hope that he was he just took charge. I would hope so. I don't know if you yeah, I mean, do you do you think that it, like he acted in charge and like well, you know listen to his interview on Corolla? All right. I uh, need to do that. It's a great glimpse into his travel and what it was like and how they picked them and all sorts of stuff. Now, well, did you know, know one, of my, one of my favorite old people of all time, one of my heroes along with James DeBeers, Kirk, is Ben Franklin. Now, there's a guy that stayed with it. He was 84. For that time? At that time period. Absolutely. That's incredible. In 1776, when he was kind of running everything from behind the scenes. Yeah, he was seventy. I uh, I always liked oh, yeah. Ben Franklin. He Fra- like he was big in France, and to go to France, he didn't well, hop on frontier. So it's interesting, it's- Ben Franklin. I, I really always admired him. He was like one of my favorite like founding fathers. And then I read John Adams' book, and John Adams had a very different picture of Ben Franklin. Well, it's good to read all those. I've read the John Adams book. I've read the Ben. It was Franklin interesting book. to Jefferson. hear, right? It's a cool dynamic. The Jefferson. And Adam's dynamic is amazing. Um, yeah. But Franklin was much older than all of these guys, which, yep. you know, you don't realize until you, you dig into it. Um, and, and, but he was like a party animal. He was so yes. cool. Like when he, yeah, Bosco he mentioned was. France, he was over there living oh, it up, man. He had, he had girlfriends he everywhere. I think he was a swinger. He yep. was great. Oh, yeah. He yeah, great. he lived it up. France was where it was. That's where it was at. Till that damn revolution. I could see him. All. I could see him at what would they call that famous dinner? He's like, I'm not going to make it. I'm going to France. Thanksgiving. He was like, Thanksgiving. The first Thanksgiving. Dinner between Jefferson and Madison. He's like, I'm out of here. I'm not coming. To yeah, you guys have fun. I'm going to France. <laughs> he was like, I could write the Declaration of Independence, but let this kid Jefferson do it. I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody send me a letter when you know you pretty much yeah. this is over. I'll come back. Right, hold on. Tommy, you write this. I got some other things to do. <laughs> TJ. I think TJ sent him there because they, they just thought he was annoying. They're like, go to France for a while. 
Uh, TJ was over there too, hanging. They yeah, were, yeah. There, there's there. a lot of controversy around TJ in the University of Virginia because I'm sure, whatever. Yep, he used slaves to build that university and make babies. Yep, and make babies. He had and a girlfriend them. that was yep. one. Yeah, I mean, hey, whatever. I like. I, 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 like I don't all. think we should dig into that rat hole. Right. Um, you know, Agreed. you can. I guess my theory is that, um, you know, the deep state um, has medical stuff that we don't and they can keep themselves alive longer. It all started all the way back in the 1700s. That's probably how Nancy Pelosi is still alive, because she looks like death. Is she still alive? Uh, That's up for debate. Is Bernie Sanders Sanders still alive? No. Did you see that tweet? No. (laughs) You didn't? No, he looked dead when he was sitting there with the gloves. Bernie Sanders... (laughs) He, he sent out a tweet about I know, one of these tax and spend bills that they're trying to push. And, and Elon Musk responded and said, I didn't realize you were still alive. <laughs> that was very funny. Oh, that I was... thought you, I saw that tweet. I thought it was you that said that. I missed. No, it was Elon oh, Musk. Elon somebody Musk. a little more famous than me. A little. No, and speaking of Bernie, I did watch a few episodes of Curb Your Enthusiasm. And he's great. He's really good in it. I didn't know, you know, that he was such a dynamic actor. Bernie. Bernie, I was going through my phone last week and I was going through all like old memes. And I was, do you call them memes or memes or what do you guys You've call You've pronounced them? it many ways here. I don't um, never know what the real way to pronounce it is, but. I would just never say it. I would just say, uh, I was looking at things. I don't know what I would Images. Call it, I would well, anyway, I was going back on my phone back from the inauguration and those pictures back then with the gloves were, was one of the greatest things the internet and Twitter ever did. So were you doing a, like, was your memory getting full? Were you doing a No, program? you know what? You just trying to go live back in November. Like, what I learned doing? that I could have an album that just has Mimi's Say or it. whatever, right? <laughs> what, did you name, what did you name that album? Mimi's? <laughs> so I started putting all different Mimi's in there. And then I went back. It went back, like, at least, you know, a year or whatever or so. And I was like, those were great. That was a great time. It's a great time to be alive. I guess. Yeah, and I then you day had by day. those with some, some sniffing ones from the president behind. Uh, I would just, it was great. It was great. All right. It's good times. Okay. That's great. It's good to relive your past, you know? It Way to is, be. isn't it? And I found all my old Cuomo ones too. I remember I was doing every day, I would do a different Cuomo one. Is he still alive? Uh, I don't know what he's up to. What do you think he does every day? Probably squeezes girls' breasts and looks under Ooh. their skirts. You think he gets hookers now that it doesn't even matter? Yeah, like he can Him do whatever Spitzer he wants. Him and Spitzer hanging out, getting, getting hookers? <laughs> he plays cards with Spitzer. <laughs> <laughs> and the, uh, what about that blind guy? The blind governor we had. Is he, is he in that poker game? We had a blind governor? Yeah. Who? Roosevelt? <laughs> no, the guy who replaced Spitzer. Who replaced are you mixing up blue bloods? That wasn't the real governor. Stop it. Stand by. You guys you know are so who's blind, deaf, and dumb? The New York City mayor. Hold on a second. <laughs> you guys don't remember David Patterson replaced Elliot Spitzer because they pulled Spitzer out. Oh, overnight was that the temporary film? Yeah. But he yeah, was I, a blind guy. He was a he's he's a flash in the pan. Kind of like Let's Google who is what, the blind governor of New York. Hopefully <laughs> like is. Hochul is just like a flash. Like it was she was here and then she was gone. She did some damage and she disappeared. Do you think she was abused by Cuomo in the ranks? No, you know? I mean, she was she she she's a 
did he appoint her or is she elected official? I think she's elected, isn't she? Oh, I don't know. A lieutenant governor? I would think that he appoints a lieutenant. I thought so, too. But didn't they just have in Virginia like a new lieutenant governor that was elected? So a new I, lieutenant what? Governor. Governor. Oh. Isn't that the woman with the gun? Oh, the one with the gun. Yeah, she's awesome. Right. Isn't she a lieutenant governor? Yes, I don't know. I don't. So I, is, it, yes. we must have elected her. Well, New York State, New York City, I mean, must have elected her because they basically run the elections in the state. Right. So Patterson was the governor before Cuomo. See how you forget. So did he write books? <laughs> in Braille. <laughs> oh, man, he did write a book. You're super he funny. Did? Look at this. No. In late 2020, Patterson released his first book, Black, oh. Blind and in Charge. <laughs> I love oh, wow. it. Wow. A story of visionary, quote unquote, leadership. Was he and black? overcoming adversity? No, oh. he just he just said he's black, blind, and in charge, but he's not black. Yes, Everything black. was black because he couldn't see. No, well, no. Oh, oh, he really was black. Okay. Yes. I, I don't. How do you I, not remember who our governor was from 2008 to 2010? It was a blab. It's a flash. It was a pan. Okay. Blab. I'd like to forget blab. who our governor was Boom. after that. He was two and a half years. Are you going to remember Hochul in, in 15, 20 years? Uh, no. Hope not. Well, Probably maybe. Uh, you know what I'll remember? I'll be like, who is the woman that had the vaxxed chain on her neck? She does? Yes. She wears a, like, you know, you remember when you were a kid and you used to buy like an ankle bracelet and then your girlfriend would wear it and it would say like Dennis and Joanne or whatever it was. I She's definitely got never one that just that. says the word vaxxed. Like a gold plate kind of thing? Yes, it's gold. Oh. Stop. words faxed i edited it and i wrote c-u-n-t underneath it and, and that's in my <laughs> mimi folder because she is a vaxxed c-u-n-t i didn't say it Mike, and i know mike's dad will be happy i did not say that word thank you for my father we're gonna find if you ever run for office they'll just have to find your mimi folder done. <laughs> <laughs> the, mimi the gar folder. cast exposed <sighs> it, that's where all the secrets are at now yeah. is it mimi i always thought it was meme no idea. It might I would be, go I've meme. heard meme too. It probably is I, meme. I doubt it's meme, but I like that Gar says that. Kind of no, I, I appreciate the meme. Thank you. Yeah, it's 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 it's. It no should good. have been meme. That's what it should have been. I think meme yeah. is for the old folks that just have no freaking clue, like me. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm trying to you. find I... the best meme place to find my memes. What? Kind of looking on Reddit, like I'm looking for a place that has like I follow a few people that always have really good ones, but I want to find like a place that I can go get great ones all the time. And I think Reddit's the way to go, but I don't know. Interesting. I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. So I'm pumped. I'm, I just googled it. How do you home? pronounce? Oh, you say it's meme. Sounds it's like M E E M. Meme. That's how you say it. Got it. You're not going to change, though, go right? Do they have anything in there that says how they came up with that? Hmm. Stand by. Testing my Googling skills. Uh, unit of culture information. The term Mimi from the Greek Mamimi. What? I can't be right. You said Mimi or meme? I'm just well, I'm calling it. You're in, <laughs> what started memes? They were a concept in the mid-90s. They were short clips that were shared between Usenet forums. You should know all about this. This is like geek land. As the internet evolved, so did memes. When YouTubers released in 2005. No, I kind of know that. Even... I just wonder how they came up with the name. No, we don't know. The listeners don't know. This is oh, very interesting. Okay. Go on. Um, most memes are first circulated on Reddit. 
from there, they find their way See? to other networks like Twitter, Pinterest, Facebook, and WhatsApp. So you knew. Yeah. Um, oh, this is good. While they are the source of much humor on the internet, they can also be used to spread messages of hate or racism. Ah. No. That's what it says. <laughs> and, and COVID misinformation, of course. That is so funny. What is the most famous meme of oh, all time? Oh, my God. That's a great question. Is that in there? Yeah. What is it? And there's like names for these things. Um, it is it as famous this. as Two Girls, One Cup, which totally melted the internet back in the day? Hold on. The 10 most popular internet memes. Uh, uh, I can't be right. Wow, Based Mike, on Mike has a limited list capability week. of measuring. Harambe was a gorilla who lived in the Cincinnati Zoo from 2000 to 2016. His life ended abruptly when a three-year-old boy climbed into Harambe's cage and the large primate grabbed him and began dragging him about. A zoo worker reacted quickly by shooting and killing the gorilla. The decision may have spared the boy his life, but it sparked a good deal of controversy. So this meme came out with this gorilla with a black hat on, and it says, guns don't kill people, guns kill Harambe. I'm looking it up right oh, now. This one I I've seen. See this. All right, this makes sense. Where's the, the second most popular all the time is the condescending Wonka. We've all seen these. It's the Willy Wonka picture, Gene Wilder, like with his hand on his chin, uh, yeah. his cheek. Like, oh, evolution has been discredited by scientists. Enlighten me with more of your church pamphlet science. Like, you know, stuff like this. Oh, you're, oh, you're an engineer. Please continue telling me why my career is a waste of time. Um, that is, I've seen the the, uh, the Willy Wonka one. That's awesome. This is a whole thing. Yeah, you'll They're see. Great. Oh, the little boy. How about the little boy, the, the like one-year-old with his fist up and the green and white shirt? That's yes. a popular one. People put phrases all over that. That's funny. Okay, anyway, I didn't know we were going to go there today, but interesting. Well, that's what's so great about this show. We have no idea where we're going. The meme cast. It's a whole it other show. The meme cast. So there's an, a new cast. We like to support our, our fellow casting entrepreneurs, don't we? We certainly do. So a blast from the past, Ryan Leaf. We all remember him. Yeah, right? Ryan remember Leaf. him, Bosco? He big fan drafted, of drafted number two behind Peyton Manning. Yep. He should be a guest on their show. Was also in the 1997 Heisman class. Listen to this class. Peyton Manning, Ryan Leaf. Randy Moss and Charles Woodson, which wow. I believe Woodson won. Um, you know, was supposed to be really good in Boston. I didn't realize. So he called into the fan yesterday. He was on with uh, Craig Carton and uh, Evan. I just happened because I was in the office yesterday. So I was commuting and uh, they put it on the commuting prime time at five o'clock. Really interesting guy. He was in prison for yeah. almost three years. Um, I, they didn't say what he went to prison for. I believe it was drugs. Yeah. Well, well he was I mean, addicted to pills. Drug related. He was, it was I think, a very big drug problem. Yeah, yeah. He had it was um pain pills, you know. So I think he broke into somebody's house and stole some or something. But uh what an interesting interview it was. If you get so, a chance, go go to go listen to the interview from the fan is, is, Well, uh, is he clean now? Hundred percent. He's been clean for a while. He broadcasts games, college games now. Um, so very there, interesting interview. There's a letter he wrote. 
um, I guess part of his rehab or as he was coming back and trying to put his life back together, it was called a, a, a letter to a younger Ryan Leaf. It's out on the yeah. internet. It is yeah, one, of the, about it. one of the yep. greatest letters I ever read. Um, really yeah. gave you an insight into him and I what he went it. through. It, it was fantastic. It's not a hard read. It really is like a letter, like a couple of pages well, long. You'll, you'll want to check out his podcast. I think it's eight episodes. They released the first one. And the name of it is perfect. It's called The Bust. Wow. That's awesome. He, he talks about how arrogant he was. And yeah, it's a, it's a and... mental health podcast. Um, he said it's just him. He, no guests. And he said, yeah, it's yeah. Just his te- it's, he said, no, they're already recorded. They're canned and they're releasing one at a time. Um, he just talks about his life and his whole thing now. Now, he's a working analyst and everything, but he's, he's like, I, the only thing I could do is just tell my story so it helps other people. Cause he's like, if I would have, he's like, I'm a narcissist. I'm a, I've got anxiety disorder. Like he's all diagnosed with this stuff. And he's like, he didn't start, he didn't get addicted to pills till after football, but yes, it was he's, his mental disorders that, you know, just. And he says he wouldn't him. change a thing. He said, I made me, he, he, he goes, although it threw my, my football career away in that path, I'm a better person for living. And well, he said, he goes, I don't know done. what I would have become if I was successful and got fame. He's like, that may have ruined he, he basically oh, had it. I mean, it I don't know. To. That's a positive spin. You can't really yeah. think that. No, the no regret spin he's going. Nope. You know. Yeah, oh. I, I'm not. I was never crazy about the no regret spin. Yeah. Um, that's not taking ownership. Yeah, you have regrets. It's okay. I mean, you're you're a result of your decisions. In, I think in way you, you are, should listen. He, Bosco, check him out. It, I absolutely it was, will listen to it. I, I even, you know, go ahead. Sorry. His he wrote a book, and uh, I went to get it, but it was already taken off the shelves because he was oh, back wow. in. Uh, he was back in. Uh, so, it was yeah. funny too. I, uh, they were asking him, you know, do you talk to quarterbacks coming into the league? And he's like, yeah, he's like, I have been reached out. He's like, he's friends with Trevor Lawrence who came to him. Yep. He goes, the first person Trevor Lawrence called after he lost to LSU, his first game was him. He's like, he didn't know how to handle it. He'd never lost <laughs> a high school game. He'd never lost a college game. Um, yeah. You know, you know, so, so it is a phenomenon that happens to a lot of people at a lot of different things. It's personified in his, but I, I you know, I got to say, Christopher, my 10th grader, is going through what Ryan Leaf went through. He used to be this basketball phenom. And as he grows older and kids mature faster. It's hard. Yeah. And you have a father who's little and weak. So the genes aren't there. He's looking and going, oh, my God, that's what I'm going to be. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and it's really hard. You got to reinvent yeah. yourself. And if you don't have yeah. a strong personality, um, you know, it can really take you down. And I'm sure that's what he faced at a much, uh-huh. much higher level. But he was so embedded in, I'm an amazing quarterback, and then yep. you're not. Certainly. And then you're it not. Was, it, it was really, I was like, on just the drive home was great, like listening to it. It was really yeah. good. So I'm gonna, and, and then, I you, check and out then the pod. you know, n- now you get these, these pain ki- killers, and yeah. there's that body type that gets addicted instantly. Yep. And well, like he said, uh, he goes, I was, he goes, you know, and it makes sense. He goes, I was a drug addict before I ever took a drug. You know, he goes, just right. did. Yep. He took it, you know, speaking about, the first time he said he took a pill was he was retired. He was invited to a big heavyweight fight in Vegas. And they said to him, oh, you're going to be sitting ringside. We're going to announce your name that you're here, which is what they do. And he's like, Barkley was there. Jordan was there. All these other people. And he's like, he was just dreading. He's like, I'm going to get booed. Like, people hate me. Like, <laughs> they're like, oh, laughing at me. And his buddy was like, here, take one of these. Like, and he's like, that's why he took the pills, was just to numb what he felt mm. he was so embarrassed about who he was like it was just it was really interesting he was very honest he was, awesome. was really good i, I, I actually sent wait. him a tweet 
He, he said he said afterwards, he's like, people hit me up on Twitter all the time. So I, I responded to his tweet, like thanking him for a great interview, and he he liked it. You should have <laughs> like he's you like should have hashtag the Garcast, dude. Maybe I will. I'll, I'll next, use time. next time, yeah, but, use him. Another really good uh, podcast on like kind of people coming out of like the shitter is Jewel on Rogan. Do you know you know the singer Jewel, right? Yeah, she used to live in a car. Dude, amazing story. Like she went through the crap. Like she was a sixteen-year-old being abused by her dad. She ran away in Alaska. It was one of the greatest stories. And then not just that, but now what she does to try to help other people that are in the same boat that she was in back there. It was one of the most interesting kind of like sneak up on you podcasts I heard about somebody that yeah, really like I kind of knew her story. I loved her as a as a young fella when she came out in the 80s. I thought she was pretty freaking hot and she could sing like it was, nobody it was the 90s. Business. But yes, I even agree. if it was folk music, I'm like, I don't care if it's folk music. She's hot and I'm listening to it. It was it was the nineties, not the eighties, but was it? Yeah, I guess it was, was early nineties, right? I was in college. I own that CD. I love that CD. I had the CD. Yeah. Let's just say it was uh it was used. Her voice is good. so good. It was good. The oh. uh just back to Lee for a second, a tie into two of our favorite people on TV, the Mannings. I didn't know this. He is super close with the Manning family. Oh. I guess he probably met them when he went to camps, and then they were this him and Peyton. All these the guys team. go to those camps. All these quarterbacks. I don't know if it was mm. the camps actually. He was the same age as Peyton, so maybe they probably knew each other. But he said, "Craig asked him. He's like, is it true that the Mannings, you know, stayed in touch with you in prison?" And he's like, "Yup." He's like, "They were the greatest people to me in the world." Peyton invited Ryan Leaf to his Hall of Fame induction. Wow! Wow! Maybe yeah. he'll probably be a guest on one of the Manning camps. I want to get him on there. That's what I was thinking as soon as he was saying that. Um, you know, great. it could have been at one of his. Things because Eli Manning and when they had um, Philip Rivers on, he was in Peyton's camp. Yeah, a lot of these guys do. So and Peyton, remember, only Peyton a few was the same. Peyton, Peyton was the same age, so I don't know. Yeah, but Archie, I think Archie had these camps. Yeah, I believe you're right. Yeah, yeah. But um, I wonder how many of these that, quarterbacks that went to those camps ended up not becoming successful too. Probably, probably a ton. A lot, right? Willing. Most of them, as long as they're willing to Brian pay. Brian Leaf. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> so yeah. That was cool. That's awesome. Um, I have a question for you guys. I was yeah, cooking, cooking this week and I'm making my chicken cutlets. And instead of using, Mike and I talked about this briefly yesterday. I figured I'd bring it up on the guard cast because I don't know what to call it. So instead of using traditional breadcrumbs on the chicken cutlets, I used almond flour. And I used a little mix with Parmesan, whatever, right? So there was no carbs in it. Any eggs? Yep. Eggs. Yep. Yeah, okay. That's no problem with eggs. Eggs are good. I like eggs checking. a lot. Um, but, you know, Christine called and she's like, what'd you make? I said, I made chicken cutlets. She goes, you made cutlets, but how'd you do that? I'm like, well, it's not breadcrumbs. It's, it's, it's a coating of almond flour, but I don't know what to call it. Is there a name for like, do you call I, it breadcrumbs? Think- that's almond or do you call it no. almond? It's not almond crumbs. I don't know where I should go with, I think this. we need to put it out to our listeners and, mm. and have a poll. I could do this. Your, your chicken, your chicken yeah. cutlet recipe. It's gar chicken. Yeah, it doesn't. You're not liking that. I, I thought like that it. was good. Gar chicken. chicken I mean, I chicken a recipe gar. from somewhere. So. Chicken a la gar is good. How about, nutty, <laughs> how about nutty chicken? By the way, Christine's like, I'm not eating that. It sounds disgusting. Always positive that, Brexteen. Always positive. I come Garmin. home from soccer. I'm like, how was it? She goes, it was Garmin. delicious. Just like you, Aww. Gar. 
You are she delicious. Gave you a, and she so gave you a compliment? Chicken. She did. Oh, sweetheart. She's a doll. Now yeah, I didn't want to I don't want to ruin the surprise, but is that gonna be in the uh the Garcast cookbook that you're releasing for Christmas? <laughs> Am I gonna release one? I could do that. Yeah, absolutely. Right, the Margarita. You got lots of things uh, in your repertoire. Margarita's the best. Now, yeah. you know what I heard that uh, speaking of uh, cookbooks and books, that there is going to be a Seinfeld coffee table book. Maybe it's out already, but it's going to be a compilation of his comedy notes and oh, stories and handwritten things. And it's a coffee table book from Seinfeld. So Excellent. people still have uh, coffee table books. Uh, I have a coffee table book. Yeah. What is it? Uh, it is a time America and something in history. I can't see what that doesn't it's, I would sound like that. a coffee table book. No, it does. Absolutely does. Really? Yeah, no, you flip through it. There's, there's yeah. articles, there's pictures. You know, if I say, so wait here, I'll, I'll be right with you. It's perfect to just thumb. See, through. I'm a, I'm a coffee table book kind of guy. And I'm glad you, I missed those. Like I would be, if I was there, boom, I would, I would be gravitate right to that book. So, I love you know, flipping. I love photos and just the blurbs below yeah. the photos. That's what I want. I used to love when we had real books and you went into somebody's home and they right. had a bookcase. And you yes. could see the books that they displayed. Yes. It was like a mirror into their soul. My, you you bring up a great point. My aunt Gert, my great aunt, um, my father's um, aunt, right, lovely woman. We would go to her house every. We would go for Christmas, but we would go like the week after. It was always special. Like we're going to Aunt Gert's house. Like this is this is it's kind of fancy. She was a. Um, an ex-nun, so she was never married, but she had a beautiful house. Um, and when you went into her den, I still like you come in the house, you go to the right. And there was the living room and the kitchen, and everything. You go to the left, old school. Like I wish we still had that house. Dark fireplace, and one wall was a bookcase. Nice. And that was my favorite place. Just like you just said, looking at, seeing the titles, right sliding something out, taking a look at it, putting it back. Like that's just look forward to that every year and go in there and doing that. It was the best. Need so that. I, I actually, need a in this office, I have two bookcases and they're really display cases at this point. And the shelves that I'm allowed to have, because Colleen has taken up some of them with silly things, pictures. Chachkisity. Yeah. But uh, the, the books that are there, some of them I actually read. Some of them I read online, but bought them just to put in the bookcase so people could still come into my office <laughs> and have a window into my soul so you're creating a false window though yes it's a window that i want you to it's like a window with a poster in it so you think you're looking in the room but you're really looking so at you're basically you it's not see. really a window it's a picture yeah it's really a picture it's, it's a, a picture piece of, of my soul with it's a, with a, a photo that you want them soul. to think yeah because now that i look at the books it looks like i'm a really smart guy so it's basically and, like a uh, Photoshop picture of you, like looking burly and strong, with beautiful exactly. hair, strong mustache. <laughs> right. Like I'm, I'm Fabio. Interesting. <laughs> that does say a lot about you again. Yeah. No, it's not surprising at all. No, not, not one bit. <laughs> now, this is kind of, now I really think about this. This is really gross, but it was so common. The bathrooms in the, at the, uh, the, the magazines and stuff in bathrooms, like, it was common, like at least in the families and houses I went to, it was yeah. a, a little mini shelf of of magazines in there or like in the bathroom. Like yeah, we never had that, nor did any of my friends. I but I remember it's so gross. No, my sister gross. and brother in law just absorbing all of the stench. Yeah. When they oh, moved into and their the house. Droplets in the, oh, 
Yeah, they have a bookcase, a full bookcase in their bathroom. Yeah, not yeah. just a magazine rack. Yeah, like I, that's where their bookcase is. Right. My next grandmother to the had like a thing of magazines in there, and I, I remember that all over the place. I remember growing up down in Breezy, going to uh, the Hickey family's house once, and they had a freaking phone in the bathroom. Actually, you know what? Downstairs, my basement, there is a phone line in there, but the lady was handicapped. Okay, that's I think that yeah, was no, no, that's okay. When when I, I was a a firefighter. Um, we would go on, you know, ambulance calls and you would see people's homes. You'd go into their homes and they had no preparation because it was an emergency. And you saw yep. how they truly lived. Like they didn't and have time to build their window into their soul. Correct. The window, right. was, there was no picture. This was who you are. <laughs> it and was the window. <laughs> so, so like when, you know, Colleen would say, our house is so messy. Our house is so messy. I'd be like, you know what I've seen? It's not yeah. so bad. I mean, I've you, seen things. I, I always think that she should work harder and, and continue cleaning and do a better job. So I didn't let her completely off the hook, but I didn't want her to feel that bad. So right. I would say, you know, I've seen worse. I've oh, seen you, worse. You're too kind. Well, you're you probably right. did. <laughs> well, you know how I am. I'm, I'm such a supportive delight to be married. You are. Uh, you are. You are. Not like me. I I've guess. been told uh, I'm in my tape, my second week of tapering here for the marathon, which is only days away. And the whole idea of tapering is right. You're running less. You're you're kind of resting, but your body reacts in weird ways. Not I'm not going to get into a whole scientific running speech. No, but that's interesting because I'm tapering now, and we should compare notes. I've been tapering for for years. Excellent. <laughs> so you get you get. I definitely get. I'm actually calm now. Last week I was nuts. I think I must be into. Yeah. Like I'm, my body's settling in now. Um, I think Nancy would agree because she told me twice last week that I just need to be aware that she understands how I get, but I'm really being an asshole. Um, <laughs> Colleen says that to me as well. Yeah. yeah. Two years. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm trying to be more aware of it. I am a little anxious now because even without a taper, I definitely get anxious about flying, not the fear of flying, the steps that it takes to get from my house to the Z, from the A location to the Z location. I need car rides on time. I need short security lines. I need planes to push away from the gate on time. I need planes in the air on time. I need to make connections in Dallas. I can't relax. Well, if you look at it like that, it's stressful, but it's really not that big of a deal. Just do what you're told and you'll get there. I have a hard time doing that. But now I find out. Now, thank God it's not on the way there. I'd be losing my mind right now. But my buddy Neil Duffy just sends me an email. I'm like, this is not helping. But then I'm like, it's only going to affect my return flight. Yeah. I guess, we talked about this earlier. but it could affect if people start calling out sick. Apparently, the TSA vaccine mandate goes into effect Monday, the day I'm flying home, which could cause some issues. Vaccine you know, mandate. I don't know. This is nuts. So, but the point is, forget about the whole mandate crap. Just that means just that on Monday, yeah. there might be a massive shortage, which means the right. lines could be three hours just to get exactly. through the gate. Yeah, yeah. Now, luckily, I'm not flying from New York that day. I'm flying from Tulsa. Yeah, you're there. The, the, the key is to do the run. Worst case, you right. don't get back home on time. Someone to take care of the kids. Yeah, but like how long could the line how, how long could the line be in Tulsa? In you know Tulsa. I mean? If everybody right. in yeah. the state got on the line, it would take like four people. Exactly. So I think I'll be okay. If it was yeah. the other way around, I'd be if, really You'd be definitely in trouble. Yeah. Correct. yeah. With and that's it's Monday, be right? You now. said? Now that international flights are open and stuff, it's got to be yep. crazy at the airport. And, and the flight is Monday, right? You said? I'm flying home out of Tulsa, like 4 p.m. Eastern from Tulsa. Uh, on Monday. Into, into Charlotte on Monday, yeah. So 
it was funny. I was just looking at the uh, the the news the other day, and they were saying that there's a big storm coming through the Ohio yeah. Valley on basically Tuesday. It looks like. Yeah, I'm just gonna make it back. So you should be able to beat that out because they're I'm, saying that's I'm, gonna completely screw up travel. I'm really nailing it. It's like I pl- it's gonna be good. I'm gonna cruise in, and then maybe we'll be home for Thanksgiving for a big storm. That's awesome. So it should be fun. Now you're experiencing the joy of staying at a, a with the Hilton Honors Club, are you not? Yes. So Bosco, I mentioned to uh, guard to remind me to speak about this. So one of my stresses, of course, right, uh, is we're checking into a hotel tomorrow, but my flight doesn't land in Tulsa if it's on time until 11:30. So you're obviously mm-hmm. getting to the hotel late. So I'm like, okay, one of these things in my mental checklist is tomorrow call the hotel and let them know you're arriving late. Absolutely you know, smart. As, Right. But I just got an email uh, like an hour ago um, that uh, here it is from Doubletree Hilton. And it says in preparation, we have contactless contactless arrival. Yep. Use your Hilton Honors app to check in, choose your room yep. and request a digital key. Absolutely. When you arrive at the hotel, you can head straight to your room and use your digital key to unlock your door as well as the fitness center, business center, hotel. Place. So I could check in right now. Yes. Check in. Stress is gone. So that is one unstressed, de-stressed. You're good. They were I might do perfect. it while we cast. So when I drove to Virginia Tech for the Notre Dame game. Wait, we left- before we get to that, when you pick your hotel room, you want to make sure that you're away from the elevator. You want to be on a top floor. Okay. You know what? Gar, if you could just hold that story. Why don't we I pick will. my hotel Very room important. right now? So, you know, w- when you check in, the, the closer to the elevator, the more interruptions. The I lower was going to say. Are, yeah, but but the next words out of my mouth were Bosco will be able to tell me the exact room to pick. So let's go to the app. <laughs> I think all let's I'm doing to- is just reassuring you that. Go ahead. So I, I went to Virginia. We went, we stayed in West Virginia. I think I got there around midnight, but I had done a remote check-in with my app. I didn't even go to the front desk. Me, Christine and Maria, we walked right into the hotel, right up to our room, held my key, my phone up to the door. It opened. We went right in. We went to sleep. Um, it Very is good. awesome. Cool. All right. So right away we're in, we have a problem. Oh, boy. So I go to check in. It says, we don't have any rooms to show you, but we're preparing for your arrival. Maybe because it's a day before. It's probably too early. Too early. All right, so we'll wait. Because I believe. Continue, con- the continue check in. So I don't want to do this because it says, Bosco, it says, continue check in and we'll choose a great one for you. No. no. Right? I, no, I did. No. I've done that. I did that when I went to Ohio. I'm like, I don't give so a I fuck. Should, I should try I tomorrow. Wait, wait till tomorrow? Yeah, wait till tomorrow. Because yeah. they, they probably do I lie about... to see what rooms what? are clean. Well. For availability. A few questions, and then I'm going to get to your criteria of room selection. One of the questions is arrival time. Do I lie? Do I no. say I'm getting there at midnight? No. I think you don't get to choose that. I believe it says like the latest you can pick is like 8 p.m. After 10. I could choose yeah. after 10. Yep. All right. That's fine. All right. So so let's go. Criteria with room selection. Let's assume I could choose any room in the hotel. Go. Criteria. Uh, my my advice? First. Only Bosco's matters, really. Because I would, I would say, who gives a shit? Right. Yeah. No, not me. Not me. I'm going to write. I'm taking notes. I want to practically get behind the counter of the receptionist and be like, show me what you're looking at. I think this is what's available. This is what the app allows you to do. Right. So, so, uh, you know, normally I would say, show me what are my options uh, upstairs, downstairs. So so you want to be far away from the elevator. You want to be on an upper floor. Okay. Away from elevator. Yeah. Yeah. Upper. Two big things. You don't yeah, want to be on the floor. I mean, upper floor will get you away from that, but you don't want to be on the floor with the fitness center. You don't want to be anywhere near any of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, none of the amenities that people will use. 
not near the ice machine either. And I would imagine, you know, you want to be, oh yeah, no ice machine. You got to stay away from the ice. Loud, loud. We just lost Bosco. It's typically by the stairs in the back too. So, you know, you're going to have to. Do you take a fire into account if I had to evacuate? Nah. 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 What's the odds of that? I agree. What was the the last time there was a hotel fire? Yes. Um, I do. That just reminds me, I believe, uh, loyal listener Rob O'Donoghue, I believe you told me once that when you and the family go to hotels, the first thing you do is a family fire drill. Huh. Really? Safety first. Impressive. But I, was, I, I, I could be making that up, but I'm pretty sure Rob told me that once. Look, you can't. I mean, that's smart. Have you ever yeah, been smart. in a hotel for a fire drill? Or fire alarm? No, he doesn't pull the alarm. No, he I'm just, saying, but have that, has, has it ever happened, happened? To you? That's happened no. to me. No. In the middle of the night, you get woken up and freaking leaving the hotel. By yourself or with your family? Or no, I was by or... myself. I was traveling. I was doing business. I was in, I believe, Orlando. It was one of the newer embassy suites that they had built. And I think they were, were doing you, construction. And... Were you shacking up with those two freaks from the Star Trek YouTube? Uh, they could have been there. They may not have been. I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, they did go from time to time on that trip. Did you was... go outside or did you ignore it? No, I went outside. Dude, it was so loud. I was young, too, then. I was a little bit more of a rule follower than so followed. that's interesting what did you see where like people dressed what was it like yeah. you're seeing people in an emergency like were they like hot women yeah like, any dressed in lingerie no, just no. people in sweatpants sweatpants in nothing, shorts. nothing to see no. did you say hello to people um, were you friendly because i wouldn't want to talk to anybody i don't remember probably not if you had to do it again would you go outside and be like hey he would hi. No. he would I mean, if people talk to me, I do, but, yeah. Or is, uh, he's friendly in those situations, I think. <laughs> he's not friendly in the office. You know what's funny? I, I, I really, I don't know. You walk around, I think you would have been outside. Hi, how are you? What floor are you on? I don't, this I don't. sucks, you'd be establishing rapport. Hi. I don't look for the conversations and the interaction, but if I do it, I do it. Well, you kind and of I, did I a couple of episodes ago talk about how if somebody is running, you you make a point. Right, so you I'm have not to say hello to them. To I'm improve, not having a conversation to, quote, with them. Improve their day. It's a quick right. two second thing. It's not a conversation, but I don't want to get into a conversation with the guy and then he starts telling me about the itch he has on his ass or something. I don't right. so want to do that. Complete control thing. You want to control somebody to speak <sighs> exactly what you want. Hello, that's it. That's it. This is this is the pre-crapper situation. And I think, I don't know, I've talked about it on the show. I think I mentioned it to Mike the other day, but to get married in the Catholic Church with my wife, my beautiful, wonderful wife, Christine. Did you call it pre-Kappa? Pre-Crappa. Crappa. Pre-Crappa. Okay. Instead of pre-Cana. Pre-Cana. Correct. Okay, fine. It was, okay. Yeah. You got to do all this BS for the for the church. You got to go to a class. You got to go to the pre-crapper. So Kings Park, as you know, at St. Joseph's, they actually have it at somebody's house that's in the parish. And it's several other couples that go. I did the same, too. It was like you sat in a round and somebody's. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was fun. So, I, I mean, it. six people. And I was just so bitter and angry about it. And I'm like, I don't want to do this. It's so stupid. And Christine's like, we have no choice. And I'm like, whatever. I'm doing it for you. And then I go. How magnanimous of you. <laughs> well, I mean, I didn't care about religion, right? I said, if you if this is important to you, I'll do it for you. No problem. Well, yeah, you were you're right, right. You were you were doing it in the church. So, so it's their it's their ball game. And thank God we didn't have to do a retreat. 
Can I say thank God? I'm saying it. Thank God. No, you have to say just thank you. Anyway. Praise be. Just say praise I go. Praise be. I'm going to make the best of it. Once I go in, I'm going in. And she was like, I don't understand you. You're like the life of the party. I'm, I'm having a ball. I'm answering all the questions. I'm involved in all the debates. I'm talking. Everybody's like, Gary, we love you. She's the quiet one. We leave. She's like, what's going on? I'm like, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it right. I'm all in, and baby. I'm going to make it the best I possibly can. If I need to pretend I'm a all-in Catholic, I'm going to be the best damn pretend all-in Catholic. You were, you were saying the rosary, well, making songs <laughs> of the Our Father. It wasn't. It wasn't a lot of the religious kind of. I could just see God. Stuff Did down you play your the face. guitar? Did you go there and play the guitar and strum away? Play guitar. But... He got invited to the communion <laughs> breakfast. It was. It's an interesting thing in that. You know, they were just trying to get you a little bit ready for being married. It wasn't as much the religion part. There was a pieces no. of it, but it really wasn't a lot of that. About respecting each other, Gar. Yeah. Um, so what, one thing that we came, I remember our. You might have gone to the same family as we. We we bring probably who did you we, we go bring to? It was up it that all the time. Silly little no couple. Idea. It was a couple. It was obviously a couple. But so so one of the things that they brought up was all right. So some things that you need to discuss are what can you each spend without asking permission from the other. There has to be a minimum amount. You actually remember what was? Yeah, I don't remember because I bring it up all the time. I exploit it. I'm so like wait, 500. ask this question again, because I got distracted. The fact that you remembered something from 25, yeah, no, no, 30 no. years ago. Well, because we bring it up all the time. It's okay. cool. It's so cool. ask this question it's again. Our vows. So what are you allowed to spend of your pooled money without asking permission from your spouse? <laughs> that oh. is a trap question. So we. How about I golf said, clubs? I said 500 bucks. <laughs> Oh, that was, was a, it. Money? And we didn't, we didn't. Now the argument has been whether that should have gone up two percent a year for inflation, which would really at this point be like a thousand dollars. I don't but think it's a dollar amount, Bosco. It's still, what's the item? Yeah, it still didn't come. You the see, golf no, clubs. but they didn't say that. I could spend it on whatever I want. But a like, week? if you got a hole in, if you got a hole in your roof, and the roofer guy comes over and he says it's two grand, you're pulling the trigger. You're not calling the wife. Well, so according to the pre-crapper rules, we should discuss whether we want to use that particular person. I would imagine if it's an emergency, it would be, you know, there's got to be emergency funding to fix it. Um, yeah. So you and Colleen I, agreed I with was, $500? Or you I, agreed I, with 500 and she picked something else? No, no, it was 500 and I use it. And how, I, much, I, how much did the golf clubs cost? Well, I paid it over four days. I put it on the credit card <laughs> and I paid it over several days. It was so they fine. didn't factor in they didn't factor in financing. It wasn't in the it wasn't in there. It was how much could you spend? Brilliant. That's what I did. Again, this is like the bookshelf. <laughs> he just finds ways around to make so it. So if you agreed on like if you agreed on like three grand, you could go find like a vacation home with a monthly mortgage payment of under that and well, be listen, fine. They, they're the ones that set the rules. I just found a way to bend them. They like wanted it. to you come are, up with all you, the rules. We know about you. You're a line you bender. If be a rule, I'm going to bend it. So you remember this one it. in particular. I will follow it. You remember this one in particular because you knew you could reuse it. Because we use it all the time. Yeah. Probably be like, what the hell did you just buy? I'd be like, under 500, I'm good. Remember? It's in wow. the vows. How, uh, how many years have you guys been married? Ah, circa 20. Feels like a million, but what it's year? probably only about 20. 1998. 
No, it was the same year as us. Dude, we yeah. could have been in the same pre-Crappa class. We might have been in the same pre-Cana class. What, what, so what, what month did you get married in? August. All right, and we were April. We were yeah, we probably we were probably doing it in the fall. That's so funny. You right would up, remember uh, Bosco's on Twin place. Oaks Road or whatever that is. We were at some lady's house. I'm going to be honest. We were house. probably at Twin Oaks too. They, that couple, I've seen them at the church, and then I don't go to the church a lot. But when yeah, I'm I see there, the people, they're always there. I, I see the couple that was ours, and I, it creeps me out to see them. I don't know why. They were when we had to. So I didn't realize too. When every time Christine was pregnant and having a baby. We had to go do another class at the church. What? We had to do another class. Yeah, no, they just can't say. So, but no I joke. remember seeing them in those Pretty classes. Hardcore. That sounds like Handmaid's Tale. Dude, don't get me started on religion, but it's not. <laughs> well, that hold far on, off. before we go there, because I know Bosco does have a hard time. I want to jump to the emails first. Yeah, I was gonna say. I think we got an email, <laughs> and I have to go that. back. We did get a new email, but I want to go back. This is now going to be. Um, this email is now two weeks old. But it requires some clarification because I spoke to Smilelines about Rebecca's email. And if you recall, when I read Rebecca's email um, last week, this is the one about the soccer. She was looking for soccer advice. Yep. I was crying out to Smilelines. Um, and I put them together. Tra- thrashing or whatever, right? Right. And if you By recall, the way, I still I don't co- have my beer. But okay. okay. I know. I'm parched. <laughs> I questioned, if you all recall. And go back and listen, because I know you all like to re-listen. I questioned Smileline's final response to Rebecca. You remember that, Bosco? I was kind of surprised. Smileline's final response to Rebecca with two, exc- perfect. two exclamation points was perfect answer. I was looking for a little bit more. I was hoping for a little bit more that I could. Well, I didn't, I didn't agree that Rebecca's answer was even perfect. In my life, but you know, right. whatever. And if Phil what, Nicholson would have answered better. What Smile Lines was, was saying perfect answer to, what I questioned was that Rebecca said to this jackass, Alexis and I can make ourselves available if you have additional questions, which I thought was a big mistake. Awful. Awful. So I called Smile Lines. I should have done it before the cast last week. I apologize. But at least I did it for this week's cast. And I said, what? Were you distracted? Were you baking a cake? Were you teaching a pod? Were you chasing a dog? What, what were you doing? And she goes, oh, no, no, I was done with her. I go, what? What do you mean? <gasps> she goes, well, if you noticed, you know, right away when you tied me with her, I noticed that her email had come in a few days before. So she's like, that's why my first reply said, and I'll read you, because Smile Alliance is smarter than the rest of us. Mm-hmm. Smile Alliance's first immediate reply, five minutes after I tied her together with Smile Alliance, was, before I give my thoughts... Is there an update on this? This guy is very annoying. Rebecca then replies eight minutes later. I ultimately did send him a text back and received no reply. And then Rebecca said what her reply was. At that point, smile lines was done. She does not waste her advice on somebody that already took the initiative and did it on their own. (laughs) So that was a snotty perfect. Yep. Wow. And we didn't even know it. That's how smart she is. Like that she, went right over my head. She is no vicious. Idea. I was like, wow, I guess it must have been a good response. Did you see she how I suspected something? I've known her for a long time. I That's suspected so sweet. You're a smart guy, too. For a while. You're a smart guy, too. So, Rebecca, Sorry, Rebecca. It's not that she doesn't like you, but it was a waste of her time at that point. And her time is very valuable. 
Yeah, let's not waste Smile Line's time. You, you know, you can't. Rebecca, please don't ruin our special guests. And, you know, right. we're finally gaining access to certain resources <laughs> as the show grows. Right. Please don't ruin it for us. So advice to all, if you do ask for advice, sit in a holding pattern until the reply is given. Please. No, and, but and how about that? And if you go on your own, you're going to end up getting cursed out by a job super like I have. Right. Right. But how about <laughs> Smile Lines being savvy enough to immediately reply with, did you give you, did, did you reply? Knew it. Nice. Anyway, I was, I found that amazing. So we did get an email uh, yesterday um, from Andrew Shaw, resident mass hall. Um, I did call him last week. Uh, he's not mad at me. We're fine. Thank goodness. I did, and I called, him without, I called him without a warning text and he answered. Um, all right. Well, you know, I think, I think you can do that as a best yes, man. You course. know, you, 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 you can pierce the text close. requirement. Yeah. It's yeah. within, it's within like, you know, the family requirement there. All right. The subject, get your kicks on route 66, which I will hmm. be doing. God willing. Um, the TSA checks me in. Whoa. A very guar like entry here. Hola, mi garmanos. That intro is for guar. I'm going to try and make a comment for everyone. Ooh, how exciting. Mike. Notice I didn't call you Redmond, but that means he's not mad at me. I hope you get your kicks running your marathon on Route 66, and you are running for under four hours. That's my goal. Best of luck to you, buddy. Via con Dios. Gary, you made a comment that I think we, was overlooked last week. Mike was saying how you can only keep striped bass between 29 and 35 inches. Your comment on screwing the middle class was hilarious. You did sneak that in. I only heard that on the re-listen. I didn't hear you say it. That was funny. Thank also, you. fight the urge to make any trades in fantasy football. Thank there you. You, go. you know what Fosca, it is about the trades, but, real quick? Like, go ahead. My team in that, like, and it's a dynasty league that I'm in. Like, the people are trying to steal somebody from me. I, I like, they're it's not in to, good faith. Yeah, right. Not they think I'm being, win-win. I'm stupid, and I'm not. Right. Like, they want, like, you know, Metcalf yeah, because to he's struggling, yeah, but yeah. I got this guy for 10 years if he's a stud. So I'm not giving him up for crap. But anyway, guys, Costco. Bosco, Born to Run is a phenomenal book. Yes, it is. Rebecca, without going into too many details, I think you handled things with the soccer team fine, except you did open the door to more communication. Mm. True. You yeah, handled yeah. it much better than Redmond. That's not true. Uh, <laughs> we called you Redmond. You did, bastard. Have a great, great weekend, everyone, and a happy early Thanksgiving. Resident Masshole Andy. He signed Thank up you, correctly. Andy. That's excellent. excellent. <laughs> Good stuff. I guess, are we wishing happy Thanksgivings here? Are we recording on? What, we'll so we're going to record on Wednesday next week, probably, right? Bosco loves a good Wednesday. Oh, um, so people could listen to us with their families on Thanksgiving. Well, we'll still release well, it on Friday. That's the second question, Bosco. I can, when do we I release keep it consistent. I release it on Friday. I mean, we oh. could do a day early if we want, but that's very out of the norm for us. No, that's fine. I, I think people do need a good Friday hangover our cast listen that's probably turkey, turkey hangover hang yeah yeah Wednesday, Wednesday, it'll be a great day to do it oh is, that'll be fantastic when's matt coming home by the way is he is he picking up uh, andrew coming up or what are they doing uh no andrew is going to boston before he comes home mm-hmm. to go to a game there he's visiting a friend and then coming home from boston mm-hmm. matthew <laughs> is driving to maryland to pick up luke muratori oh and then coming luke! home. And I- that's because nick backed out of the luke pickup yeah, no, right. So uh, I think he'll be home on Sunday. We got it's going to Nick- be hard for, you know, Matthew's got to do it all by himself because he's got no, he's got a standard shift car. Yeah, well, what day is he Luke leaving? doesn't know how to, Luke, no, Luke, Luke should know. His dad's got a, the Jeep is a stick shift. 
Oh, no kidding. That would be excellent then. I believe Luke I was, we're might. worried about Matt having to do it all on his own. Uh, Man, he should teach he's Luke. Had this car for like, he's had this car for four months now. He needs to t- teach Nick how no, to drive Matthew a stick. Could, well, no, no, I just because it's a long drive. Stop. Yeah, but you don't shift once you get going. Tell him to start on a hill. <laughs> well, when I drove home for Thanksgiving the first time in my stick shift car, I crashed into a wall because it was nice. one of the worst winter storms of all time. And it sounds like something's coming. What day is he leaving? Sunday. He'll be fine. That's, so Nick, we convinced Nick to pick up Anthony and to save myself money, we bought him a hundred dollar ticket to see Ohio State and Michigan. Wait a minute, State. Whoa, 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 whoa! Nick is driving from Virginia to Ohio to pick up Anthony and then home and then home. Yeah, but it's only this, five hours out of the way. It's fine. Five. It's 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 a little more, right? Because it would take what eight hours to get home from Virginia. Now right, it's you gave take... him a hundred bucks, so that's like eleven dollars. I, I bought him a ticket to the Ohio State Michigan State game. And that he's won't like, even get him a tank of gas in today's gas prices. Yeah, no, he's like, like, like I'll do that. Hour, less the gas, right? I'm paying so... his gas. Oh, Bosco paid, paid a lot more for that for picking up An- stuff. Nick Ohio. Anthony's flight back is like three hundred bucks. You know, so I save myself money, and the boys get to no, spend you, some time you won, together. But- we just got to put up with it one more year because I don't know. we can have access to the jet. Once Nick, Win Miller is back, we'll be I good. know. That would be, but Nick is going to see, like, this is a big game, Ohio State-Michigan State. This is, like, one of the ones <sighs> to get Ohio State into the BCS. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. I mean, for Nick, that's a win, no? Uh, sure. Plus all yeah, those Ohio State you tell, you tell yourself that. Uh, if I was Nick, I'd be all over that. Did Braxteen approve of this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She she was on it because Nick was going to go to uh, Maryland and spend a few days with Luke, and that would have been fun. Then we changed his mind. We I miss him. Luke. We haven't heard from Luke in a long time. Luke will be home. Can't wait to see these boys. Yeah, Luke. Yeah. Although I'm not looking forward to all the parties in my house again. <laughs> Joe Barack is ready. She's, um, not, she's not ready. She'll be happy the first day, and that's it. Something else I just did want to mention because I forgot to mention it the first time, and it's just impressive. Speaking of kids, uh, Liam, nephew Liam, who's not necessarily a kid, but recently out of college, and my niece Colleen, they went to the Jets-Bills game uh, this weekend, which was a disaster. I'm still mad at Colleen for wearing Bills gear. but And they did this a few weeks ago when they went to a Jet game. So they one o'clock game, they took the train, right? And then uh-huh. they meet somebody at a tailgate and they take the train back. So they get to the garden. This is the second time they did this. The first time they're like, oh, wow, that's lots of people in Knicks gear. Hey, let's go to the Knicks game. And they just walk upstairs. They get online. They go through the Vax thing. They go through metal detectors. You don't even need to show a ticket. And then you get up to the thing and they're like, we don't have tickets. And the guy's like, oh, you can go buy some over there. And there's like a window and they got tickets for like 70 bucks. So they did the jet game and the Nick game. That's pretty cool. And then. This past Sunday, they get back to Penn, and they're like, oh, when's our train? Oh, look, everybody's in Rangers gear. Oh, let's do the same thing. They get online. They go up. The guy sent them to the window, and they bought, like, Rangers tickets. Huh. The double. They did the double. I, I've very, been to Knicks impressive. games, and I've seen people there wearing football games from, the, from earlier in the day. There you go. I just wanted to give them a shout-out because I'm very impressed That's by cool. that. All right. So, Den Bob's got to go. Until next week, be garrific. The quicket, quickest exit ever. Gar out. Have a great day. Wow. I think Gary's going to take a shit or something. I, you know, I saw Bosco <laughs> waving and not paying attention. I'm like, we got to get out of here. You've Later. never closed like that. Sorry. First time for it, everything. I wish we didn't incredible. have to. This is going really well. All right. It was a great show today. No, Enjoy. really good.
Be well. Bonus cast. I'm going to spend Later, 500 dudes. bucks. See Talk ya. to you in a little while, Mike. Can you give your son an Ohio State ticket without Braxton's approval? What was the price on that? I'd make it in installments, and then you're good. You get to go around the rule. See ya. <laughs> it's under the Bosco Precana payment plan. It's under 500. <laughs> later. Uh, later. Now, here's a little story I got to tell about three bad brothers you know so well. It started way back in history with that Rob and me. My team. Been had a little horsey named Paul Revere. Just me and my horsey in a quart of beer. Riding across the land, kicking up sand. Sheriff slices on my tail because I'm in demand. One lonely BCIP. All by myself without nobody. The sun is beating down on my baseball hat. The air is getting hot. The beer is getting flat. Looking for a girl. I ran into a guy. His name is MCA. I said howdy. He said hi. Oh! <laughs>